Hey everyone, BT here. Today, David and I are doing something a little different. We're taking a listener question. Uh, This woman wrote in and had a fascinating question about health, wealth, and happiness and how those things can somewhat be elusive and have been too elusive with her, but not getting all three on the same page. So check this one out. It's, It's a quick little reminder of that you are in control of whatever you want as long as you can leverage two things. Teaser, I'm not going to tell you. Come and let's check this one out. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful Mind Podcast. You thought I was going to say inside, but I'm not going to. We are here doing a special episode today where David is going to be taking a listener question who reached out to us via our support portal. So if you ever have any questions for David, feel free to reach out to us at support at davidnagel.com or send us an email at tsm at davidnagel.com and maybe your question will be answered right here on the air. So maybe it will. You ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. So this is a little wordy. So just be patient with me. I'm going to go ahead and read it and then David's going to blow you away with the answer here. So, uh, Uh, This particular question starts out, Hi, David. I'm a newbie to your coaching. It rings so true and makes me connect loose life puzzle pieces, and I'm having a great time learning from you. So isn't that nice? But here are some things which keep me questioning. My life at 58 is one of abundance of health before degenerative illnesses from childhood and abundance of happiness. I've had very loving relationships with my family, my friends, but most of all with my husband of 20 years. Before that, it was all traumatic experiences, very hurt and lonely from my childhood. My income is always on a shoestring, barely making ends meet. But because we're so happy and healthy, I accepted that happily. Because of an assumption that the abundance of health and happiness would somehow transfer into an abundance of wealth. Forgetting that to become abundant in health and happiness took many, many years of dedication, investment, mentoring, lots of time, lots of energy, lots of money, but somehow we managed. And becoming more happy meant becoming more healthy and vice versa. There seemed to be some kind of overflow or transference of one influencing the other and vice versa, but not so much with income. So here comes the questions. That was the backstory. Here comes the questions. So with your teachings, do I assume correctly that those three pillars, health, happiness, and wealth, each take the same dedication and mindset to become abundant. And then why would there be a transference between health and happiness, but not with income? I've seen many wealthy people who are so unhappy and unhealthy, which is why it's puzzling me when there is transference when there is not. Yeah. A lot there. So take it away. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good questions. Okay. So first of all, congratulations on your happiness and your health and your 20 year marriage. And I'm glad things are, are going well. Um, for you. The the interesting thing is that happiness and health very much do go together. I think they go together energetically. They go together spiritually. There's a mindset with them. There is an idea of personal responsibility that goes there. Um, and they can very much be accomplished almost with any state of income that a person has or doesn't have. So it really it, it, it is completely irrelative to money. Like it, it it's great if a person is wealthy and they and they're happy and healthy. And, and sometimes a person is wealthy and they're not happy and healthy. Money is a very different animal, and um, it, there's not necessarily a crossover transference 
that uh, affects it from the point of creating wealth in your life. Wealth is a, is a different animal here. I think that most of society encourages us to be happy and healthy, uh, but most of society does not encourage nor does it teach us to become wealthy. It encourages us to be safe, to stay safe. It encourages us to pick uh, one lane in life, mostly. Um, the majority of the world still lives in poverty. If we can wrap your mind around seven and a half billion people, the majority of them are living at the poverty level, and not poverty level according to the United States. I mean the poverty poverty. Yeah, level. really, yeah. really low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's an it's an interesting thing. But the, the thing is, is that the reason that so many people do not experience wealth is twofold. One, if they live in a country that does not allow for the expansion of their ideas or of business. Um, and keeps them very much in a poverty mindset, it's, it is almost impossible for those people to create wealth in a society like that, financial wealth anyway. They have to, you'd have to get out from an oppressed society to be able to do it. But for people that are in a free society, usually most of those people are not raised with a wealthy mindset, meaning that they're raised with more of a middle class and a working class mindset, which is a fine mindset, but it is basically rooted in safety, getting through life safe. Um, in order for a person to become successful and wealthy, there's two fundamental things that they have to learn. And that is, one, they have to understand how to leverage money, and they have to understand how to leverage time. So uh, if you're raised middle class, working class, even professional class, you're not taught how to, how to leverage either one of those things, money or time. You're, it's a linear life, right? So it's trading time for dollars uh, with a skill set. And you will never get wealthy that way. The person, nobody gets wealthy that way. They work a job that way. They can be happy and healthy that way, but they're not going to become wealthy that way. So in order for a person to become wealthy, they have to be willing to start changing and thinking differently about money, income, and business. And they have to start learning what new practices are that allow them to leverage time, money, success, knowledge, uh, all different kinds of things. That's what that's what business does. It leverages many many different uh, uh, things together in order to provide a product or a service that touches many people at the same time. So business in, in, in almost all cases is based on, on leverage and quite a bit of it. And most people, because they don't know that, when they think about money, all they think about is how do I actually get more? Business people think, how do I give more? How do I produce more? How do I share more out there? And in order to, to produce more, share more, in order to receive more, you have to learn to leverage, uh, starting off with, with your desire in life. You know, what do you, what do you want to do? Um, you know, what is your purpose in life? And do you want to create a product or a service or a company that can touch people in mass in order to create wealth? So there is a, there is a definite shift in thinking that has to occur. And, and that I, hopefully this answers your question as to why uh, wealth does not transference over from the idea of health and happiness because they have nothing to do with each other. And that's just the honest truth. Can I ask a clarifying question just for my own sure, sake here? Yeah. So the question I have is around uh, leveraging money and time, which you just said so perfectly. Is this specifically or unique to people who are in business for themselves? Or um, can it be applied to someone who has a J-O-B? Um, it can be applied to somebody that has a J-O-B, but they have to figure out how to take the money that they have and leverage it, right? So the only problem with that is that if they're going into leveraging money for money, that is a loser game for a lot of people. You really have to know what you're doing to win at that game. Only 1% of the 1% really win at that game. 
The idea would be, can you take that money and leverage it in something that has a better result of actually bringing you more wealth? Maybe that is investing in somebody's business, personally, privately, that type of thing, or starting a side business. Or, I mean, yeah. today the side hustle is a big deal. You know, people yeah. can make a lot of money doing that. So that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, that that's how I've seen it been done in my experience. You know, even when Steph was first starting out, right when she was introduced to you, she would, you know, she was still teaching at the time. She was using that the finances she would do from there to get a master's degree in nutrition, start off her own practice, eventually leave. So there are ways that you can leverage the time and the money, but it is a little more difficult for people in a job because they're sort of static and they're, they're sort of in that moment, That's right. but they have to come up with a desire to get out of that and, follow their passion, Correct. whatever it yeah, may be. For sure. Well, this has been great. I mean, I know this is quick hitter, but, um, you know, like I said, these questions are really powerful. I think people are going to get a lot from it. Um, and again, if you guys have any questions, please reach out to us at support Definitely. at com. David is happy to answer them. Uh, even in these quick hitters, you're going to get a lot out of it. So we'll see you on the next successful mind podcast. Later guys. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.